0: God. Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. Point of clarification. We weren't allowed to swim during the day, so we swam at night. Amen. Point of clarification. So good to be here. You may be seated. We have many very fond, and precious memories with the Dibble family, and uh, Fred always thought he was a better, better basketball player, but let him think. Just let him think. Amen. Amen. And I am so honored to be here. I... Don't take it for granted. And just, I'm going to take a few minutes in the preliminaries that my wife would never hear. Usually when I preach, I go straight to the word. I don't mess around. But this is a special time for us. And you'll forgive us for taking a few minutes. When I do get to preaching, just note, I pastored in a coal mining town. And they taught me, if you don't hit coal in 20 minutes, quit boring. Okay, so don't worry about the preaching. It's going to be short. (laughs) But the Dibble family has been always very, very close to us. Um, There is some things that cannot be translated as far as um, the relationship here. When they came in 1970, we had pastored, my dad had pastored at the church, correction, in the front room of our house. We kicked a a wall out for the the pulpit to sit, and uh, then the chairs were in the front room of our house. They all had to be loaded up, and... Moved in, furniture moved out for church. And then after church, we loaded the chairs up, moved them out, and put the couch back in. I guess you could call it a couch. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, it, was, it was a very hard time. We sang everything a cappella. Everything was without Music. And there was very few people. And then the dibbles came. And there were a lot of dibbles. (laughs) Our church doubled. Yes. Hallelujah. But what a wonderful blessing they have been to our family. And... uh, I told your mom, and I say it publicly here this morning, that uh, they were a godsend to us. And uh, not that they were below us, because they weren't. We could see that they were very talented people, and yet they put themselves in a lower position. And I honor your dad for that. He was just a gentleman and a godly man. Amen. You'll forgive us. An era is passing with our parents, and so you'll have to understand. That's a, that's a tough time. I'm going to read from Matthew, the first chapter, the 19th verse. All right, 20 minutes. You mark your count. <laughs> Matthew 1, 19. I'm going to come into these verses from a direction you may have not come from before. And if your pastor doesn't agree with it, you follow your pastor. You just ignore everything I got to say because he's the boss. But I want to take you down a road that maybe you didn't understand about what took place on this wonderful day called Christmas. Hallelujah. Then Joseph, her husband being a just man and not willing to make a public example, was minded to put her away privily. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not. Take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost, and she shall bring forth a son. And you're going to call his name Jesus. And he's going to save people from their sins. Now, this is where I want to go to. Now, all of this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of by the Lord, by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call him him his name. Excuse me, Emmanuel, which, being interpreted, is God, <laughs> God with us. Hallelujah. Let me make a, another clarification. That clarification is we always invite God into this place. And I just want to make a certain adjustment. Baby, you got here and God was already here. You can't go anywhere, God ain't. You can't go anywhere. God, the scripture says, even if I make my bed in hell, he's there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, you can't go anywhere to get away from God. But there is a place he ain't. There is a place he isn't. And that's where you got to work on. But what's cool about this whole thing is that God wants to be with us. <laughs> There are times my wife doesn't want to be with me. Let's be honest here. Glory to God. But he wants to be with me. Aren't you glad for that? Lift your voice and thank him for it. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. I want to read one more verse before I take you down this road. Philippians, the third chapter and the tenth verse. That I may know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable unto his death. You see, there was a direction that he was born with. It was a direction called a cross. Before there was even a Joseph and a Mary. Long before there was even a law to abide by. Long before there was even an earth to set your foot on. There was a plan. And that plan was to take that baby... And go all the way to the cross with it. Hallelujah. That was always the direction. That was always the purpose. And that was the cross. Hallelujah. Now there's a reason for it. There's a purpose for it. It's not just because God's masochistic. It's not because this is such a bloody... uh, 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 way of living in Christianity, it's because God had a purpose for you. He wanted to be with you. Hallelujah. And in order for, to, to do that, there had to be blood. There had to be a lamb. It had to be sinless. It, there had to be somebody who stepped up to the plate and took the suffering for all. There had to be someone That would reach and grab a hold of deity and in the other hand, take a hold of humanity. There was no purpose possibility. There was priests. There was high priests. There was all kinds of men who who would come through. There was even prophets that would come through. And Isaiah said that, that God looked for a man and he found none. What an indictment that was. When he said he found none. Hallelujah. He was even claiming I'm not even worthy. I'm not even good. I'm not even right. I'm not the one that can offer the sacrifice. Because there is one coming, and his name is Emmanuel. Hallelujah. And that's God's ability to take a hold of everything that's holy and righteous, pure and godly, and put it in the soul of a man. Or a woman, or a child. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hebrews, the second chapter, the seventeenth verse. Wherefore, in all things, it behooved him. It pushed him. It was a driving force. It was the. It was the hope purpose that God had it was the whole purpose of God to be made likened unto his brethren that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in all things pertaining to God to make reconciliation for the sins of his people for in that he himself suffered being tempted he is able to succor them he is able to come alongside. He is able to use his own shoulder and carry them through. Hallelujah. Don't you remember? He says, for unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. Hallelujah. And the government shall be upon... Stop and think of your... Listen to yourself. I don't miss, wish it to correct you. But it doesn't say shoulders. It says shoulder. He puts governments on a single shoulder, but he puts you. He puts you on both shoulders. Hallelujah. That's the concern here. That even a bruised reed has hope in his hand. Because God is so magnificent in his plan towards you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So it pushed him. It drove him. It made him want to. Glory to God. So... He wrapped himself in flesh. Do you know, you know, here's where I speculate. All right, pastor, you just, don't worry, say whatever you want after I leave. I'm never going to hear it, so. The gospel of speculation here. God Now, if there's any medical people in in this audience, uh, I don't know a whole lot, and it's very obvious. So I'm going to step into an area that I know nothing about, and that's the medical field. But God did some crazy stuff when he fabricated nerve cells. They are some of the longest cells in your body. They can reach reach from your hip to your toe. It is a phenomenal thing that God would string so delicately the nervous system of your body. And when you're young, it's the coolest thing in the world. And you can't figure out why these old people don't get with the program. And they're... (laughs) We are old. Correct what you want later, but we're old. (laughs) Hallelujah. But here's God stringing this nervous system that as you get old... You curse it because it brings pain. Amen. The only reason I hated a trip from Ohio to Connecticut as a young person was because it took so crazy long. Now, I hate the trip from Ohio to Connecticut because it hurts so bad. (laughs) Hallelujah. And so God fabricated that. He put that in the body. And you would think, why would you create something you don't know anything about? God doesn't have a body. There's no fabrication of nervous system in his body. Do you know that you don't have a single uh, nerve in your head that gauges pain? You can have a tumor in your head and not even know it. Because there are no nervous uh, nerve cells in your brain. You will have pressure, but it's not because there are nerve cells there. Hallelujah. But God fabricated in this body a nervous system he didn't even experience. Therefore, it behooved him. I want you to notice something. In the Old Testament there is never a mention of god's people being his body there is never a mention of anything other than a connection of him being them being his flock his people his sheep that's all he refers to them at but after we have a cross and after we have A crucifixion. And after we have a God who suffers. And after he resurrects. And then he goes off into heaven. And sends down his spirit in the hearts of men. Now he calls them. His body. Hallelujah. Because he was behooved. To suffer. He had to know what was so dramatic in the creature he created. Hallelujah. So amazing that he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised. For our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> Praise God. A brace of wounds are, are where the skin has been scraped off, confused wounds are heavy blows to the body. Incised wounds are produced by a knife or a scalpel or a sharp instrument. Lacerated wounds are where the flesh, the flesh is torn open in jagged edges. Penetrating wounds are, is when the flesh has been pierced through. Punctured wounds is when a, when a spike or a nail or a pointed object hits you. And when you look at all of those, Jesus had them all. He went through every one of those. Praise God. And by his stripes, he experienced the bruising, the beating, the hatred. Do you know if you go into the Old Testament and you begin to read about the sacrificial lamb and you begin to study? I I told you 20 minutes, so I got to go fast. (laughs) Hallelujah. And you look at the sacrificial lamb. I've got to tell you, folks, never Never would a Jew ever do to that lamb what they did to Jesus' body. They would have never done it. Hallelujah. When that lamb was brought unto the sacrifice, they were experienced butchers. They knew how to, to lacerate or cup that, that animal so that it bled out within seconds. And it hit the ground before they even able to wipe the knife off. Hallelujah. And yet you're your Savior. Ha. They tormented him. They beat him. They slapped him. They crowned him with thorns. They did every despicable act to him and that body. Hallelujah. It it makes me wonder. None of that is in the Old Testament. It is not there except for the fact when you get to Isaiah 53. Hallelujah. Do you know when your body experiences pain when the foot because I have a lot of relationship with my feet when it hurts it's not what is hurting did you know that it's truly not that's not where the pain is The pain is a signal that is sent to the brain. And the brain recognizes something is wrong. And it sends out a signal pain. You know how I can prove that? It's quite simple. In Holzer Hospital in Gallipolis, Ohio, I walked in, and there is Joyce. She had both legs amputated off at the knees because of sugar. She was in such agony and such pain. And we walked into the room and she was there trying to figure out how to scratch or massage her feet that were hurting. And they had been long removed. There were no feet that were hurting, but the brain said, "My feet hurt." Hallelujah." And the scripture says, "He's the head." Oh, do you know what he's saying? He is saying, "You're not the one hurting. I'm hurting." Hallelujah. I'm sharing. I'm fellowshipping with you. That's what's so cool about this God. Why not just go in and remove all the nerve cells? Why not just go in and take all the pain sensors out? Just get rid of them. Throw them in the trash. Get rid of them. Let's do it. Then you would be a leper. You know what a leper is? Contrary to popular belief, it's not a disease that mutilates the feet and the hands and the nose and the ears. It is a, a disease that attacks the nervous system, and you no longer can feel pain. And therefore, little babies born without nerve sensors will be found in the play in the in the playpen. Completely covered in blood because they saw that when they scratched themselves, blood would gush forth. And it was so cool to them. And the parents are panicked. But you have removed the sensor from the brain that says, I am hurting. Hallelujah. I can never... Express the sorrow that this family has had to go through. Watching cancer agonize. I I, I can't say that I'm a true sufferer, but I've been an observer. I've stood by the bed. I've watched a mom. I've watched a brother in law. I've watched a wife. I've watched a lot of people suffer. And always the question arises, why God? And then I feel a hand. And then I feel a hand. A hand that wasn't possible long before Calvary. It wasn't even in the the thinking of men. But now, but now in the night when tears are flowing and pain is unrelenting Jesus (laughs) Jesus Oh, what a God. I say, what a God. That doesn't take the pain from us. He walks through it with us. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I don't have a single fear. You're with me. Uh, let's stand. Hallelujah. Would you just lift your voice and thank Him for it? Oh, would you just uh, thank you, God? You've been with Fred and Laura in their pain. Thank you, God. Uh, but you've been with Ethel Dibble. Debbie and Dave and Tom. That's your hand we can feel. That's your hand we can feel. This altar's open. I know there's pain in this room. This altar is open. Hallelujah. It may not even be physical pain, there can be heart issues. Hallelujah. But this altar's open. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. I love you, God. I love you, God.
1: into my heart. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, come in. out to somebody this morning, pray with them, encourage them in the Holy Ghost. Jesus, come into us today, Jesus. You see our hearts, Lord. You see our hurts, God. You see our needs today, God. Touch us, Jesus. And to stay. Come in. testament Uh, let me change that the military has a philosophy of no man left behind at whatever cost it is to the survivors they will go to that fallen comrade and they will see that he gets home We need to adopt that in the church today. So many people are hurting. So many people are in need of others. In the Old Testament, when Nehemiah was rebuilding the walls, there was something that he instituted there. And that was that each family... Was doing their job, but the principle of what they were doing was that if they f- if the enemy came against a particular family, that everybody would leave where they are and they would flock to that family and they would help them defeat the enemy. So, what I want for us this morning, if we could, please. Take your family. If you don't have family here today, get with somebody else. But take your family and go to another family today. And just in closing today, let's pray and minister for each other. You don't need to know what they need. But I'm telling you, there's some that are hurting here today. And they would welcome the strength that you would bring to them. God move to us today, minister in our lives. Jesus, I worship you, I worship you, I worship you. God, I worship you. Oh, into my heart. Come into my heart. Come in to my heart, Lord Jesus, come in. today, Jesus, Jesus Hazel! Yeah. 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 One of our favorite scriptures to read and talk about is about the coming of the Lord and when the Lord's going to come back for his church and we get all excited when Jesus says when we read that the trumpets gonna sound and the dead in Christ are gonna rise but there's a word in there that is so powerful and so pertinent it says that the, the alive, then the dead are going to rise, and then we, which are alive and remain, shall be caught up together. Together, God never intended for us to be by ourselves, to fight our own battles. He always wants us to have somebody with us. Amen. What a great God He is, isn't He? What a great God he is. Praise the Lord. Let's raise our hands. Praise him today. Jesus is so good. So good. So good. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Brother <clears throat> Billy Baker. Thank you again for uh, coming here. Appreciate it. Amen. God is good. Praise the Lord. Amen. If he tells you any stories about me, they're all true. Except the one where he says he's better than me in basketball. That is absolutely not true. We'll get on the court right now. Amen. Sister Joan. That would be fine. Thank you. (coughs) Amen. God's good. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Jesus, I praise you, Lord. We're so thankful for your goodness, Lord. Thank you for your kindness to us, Lord. Your mercy, Lord, is everlasting, Jesus. Lord. God, I worship, I, worship I, worship I worship you. I worship you. I worship you. I worship you, Jesus. God, I praise you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. I praise you, faithfulness, Jesus. I bless you, Lord. I honor you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, you, everybody. Amen. God's good. Amen. And uh, I pray I get my voice back because I pray I get my voice back. Cold town Can you go turn back on? Can you go turn
0: Just so everyone knows